0: Testing, testing. Oop, she's live. Okay. Are, we,
1: are we hot? we hot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a given. <laughs> Welcome back to the Kick Ash Live podcast. This is Ashley, and I can't wait to share today's episode with you. One of my favorite things in the whole actual world is to find stories of people who are creating these beautiful, intentional, purpose-filled lives. They are such an inspiration to me. I learned so much. But to be clear, these stories aren't without hardships. They're not without challenges. There are brutal moments. But, you know, without the tough stuff, how would we ever appreciate the happy, special, extraordinary, joy-filled moments when they come our way. Sometimes, as it turns out, these stories are just around the corner, or in this instance, just a few doors down the hall. My neighbor and beautiful friend, Kathy Carpenter, she's a mom of five, grandma of six, she created a business during the pandemic. She began making and selling homemade ice cream sandwiches. And when I tell you, these are so good, so decadent. And very quickly, she ended up launching a business with her family, all of her children, and the ice cream sandwiches started selling out all across Atlanta. And Daydream Ice Cream was born. And now they're sold across seven Southeastern states. But I want you to stay tuned because Daydream is about to be distributed nationwide. I'll let you know when that happens. In the meantime, I'm going to drop a link in the show notes that you can find and follow and obsess about the Daydream journey. By the way, Maisie, the puppy, was obsessed with Kathy as we were trying to record this. Maisie did her doggy best to steal the show, so that was a whole thing, but... Just like Maisie, you are going to love Kathy. So let's dive in. Kathy, thank you so much for being here. I have wanted to have you on since day one. And when I moved into our apartment building seven-ish years ago, I had no idea the friendships that would come of this, the support system, the sisterhood. And you moved in, what? Like, a little
0: over three years ago. Three th- years ago, February.
1: Gosh, it feels like I've known you longer than I know, that. it does. It does. Because we've done life together. Yes. I, a couple, a couple lives. A couple <laughs> <of> lives, right? <laughs> and there's been healing and mm-hmm. friendship. That has grown over time and joy and laughter and you are such a good listener and you are such a gift to me. Oh, so thank you. Oh, I yeah. think
0: I think you got that backwards, but uh, thank you.
1: No. <laughs> so you moved in two doors down, mm-hmm. and when you moved in, you um, were working at casseroles, which we'll talk about, yep. and you were acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit of that, and then something happened. And you started this business called Daydream. And I want to talk today about the business. And I always think about how business plays into life and life plays into business. And Maisie is in your lap right now. Stop <laughs> it. Um, but first I want to talk about what we're drinking. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Is it a proprietary recipe? And no, it's not. It's
0: I'm willing to put it out there. And actually the story of... Our drink Ah. is very similar to the story of how Daydream started.
1: (laughs) Sorry, we're laughing because Maisie is all over Kathy right now. (laughs)
0: She loves her. It's exciting because I'm the new person in the room. Yeah. (laughs) So, Ashley, when I met you, my life had taken a big change. Mm -hmm. So I had just gotten divorced in February of 2020 and moved to this apartment building thinking well, I'll move to an apartment and I'll stay there for maybe a year until I figure out what my next step is. It'll be great because I can have the solitude of being in my apartment by myself. But if I want to socialize, all I have to do is step out the door. And, you know, there's somebody walking their dog or somebody else going Mm -hmm. to the pool or whatever. And it was a, a really big transitionary time for me in that, I was now living alone for the first time in my entire life. And it's been a long life. Because <sighs> at that point, I was um, 64. 64, yeah. newly divorced, living alone for the first time. And within a couple of weeks, the world shut down. And so it yeah. was, you know, I was just you know, trying to get a lot of things figured out. All that said, it was a very, very happy time for me, too. It was almost an ecstatic time because I I felt a certain freedom and excitement, a new life ahead, and all of that good
1: stuff. I remember those moments. Yes. It's a whole thing yes, when you move it truly is on your own for the first time. Yes. Mm-hmm. And beforehand, I had thought, am I going to be afraid?
0: Is this, is this going to be a scary thing? Mm-hmm. But no, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And so many women had told me that Mm-hmm. beforehand you're I think you're gonna love this Kathy and yeah and they were right
1: we were our own little corner of women truly down there yes uh, several we had of a us. really great hallway yeah yeah but um healing.
0: but during that time well because everything sort of came to an end as we knew it for the next couple of years mm-hmm. I COVID. found myself with a lot of time on my hands
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that time sort of doubles when you're by yourself for sure
1: mm mm-hmm. yeah
0: so one of the things that I did right off the bat was I created a little cocktail for myself and, <laughs> and it was in the spring. So I just mixed, everybody gets your paper and pen out.
1: <laughs> we'll put it in the show notes. How's that? Okay, put it okay. in the show notes.
0: Yeah. And, and there really are no measurements. It's just whatever looks and sounds good to you at the moment, but I use Spindrift grapefruit Mm -hmm. and a glug of grapefruit juice and I really like the Trader Joe's grapefruit juice it's just fresh and then take your pick gin or vodka as much as you want or as little as you want Mm -hmm. and then I squeeze an entire lime into each one and stir it up and I just found it to be so refreshing it's so good to me I just thought this is really good. good and I thought this will be a really nice little treat during the spring and summer and then when it gets cool I'll think of something else or Mm -hmm. just go back to my red wine or something. But it turns out it's good any time of year.
1: It's good all the time. (laughs) And so
0: when we started getting back together, um, my family comes over a lot for Sunday dinners and I'll, I um, introduce them to, to my drink and my daughter, Stephanie immediately named it the Kathy. (laughs) <laughs> so, so whenever we get together, somebody will say, um, I'd like a Kathy or I'll say, does any, anyone want a Kathy? My son-in-law Pete is, he's an amazing mixologist. He makes these fancy drinks. When he comes over, he comes, he's got herbs and, you know, a little flame oh and, gosh. and all sorts of beautiful concoctions. Yet everybody still seems to steer towards the Kathy's. So. Were One night showing? when we were wrapping ice cream sandwiches, I brought yeah. a, a picture of Kathy's wheel. Oh, man, and I
1: miss that. We had
0: Kathy's. Yeah.
1: We, yeah. And so. you showed up on my doorstep tonight with two Kathy's. Of course I did. And here we are. So, <laughs> so much fun. And thank you. Oh, Thank you're welcome. You. Anytime. Yeah. So Anytime. We
0: I'll, I'll be back t- with yep. another one for you. Let's do it, girl. Okay. Let's do it.
1: So I want to talk about this business that you created yeah. out of whole cloth in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. How did this even happen?
0: And it wasn't planned. I think like most things during the pandemic, yeah. you know, things just happened that were unplanned that ended up being just kind of wonderful and spectacular. And that is definitely what happened with me. And kind of like you, I, I don't think any of this was coincidence or just happenstance. No. I think that it was all part of the plan. I think this was what I was supposed to do at this time in my life. But during this time, I was working little. I, I did not want to be around the, the public um, at the beginning of of the pandemic because I was just, you know, concerned for my health. So there I was in my new empty apartment by myself trying to find ways to fill my time and um, just come up with things. And baking has always been the thing that I fall back on. I love to cook, but baking is is
1: sort of my thing. Well, I mean, I've seen the cakes you've made for your family. They're spectacular. It's just so much
0: fun. It's fun. It's creative. It's a great way to spend a couple of hours and then you get to enjoy it afterwards. And and for me, you know, it's just sort of been an intersection of having a tremendous sweet tooth. I've loved sweets all my life and a love of baking. So it all just works hand in hand. So um, I had been baking for casseroles, which you had mentioned a Mm -hmm. little bit earlier, which is a great little um, prepared food shop in Morningside. It's like a little know.
1: bodega. Yeah, where it is. Like
0: there, are, it's just what it says. Right? It's Casseroles. Little, it is. It's a little uh-huh. bit of a step back in time. Everybody yeah. there is so kind and so nice. It's it's kind of low tech, um, neighborhood
1: place. It, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: You know when you walk in, you know somebody's going to smile and welcome you, and it's just going to be a warm, inviting place.
1: And then you started making treats to sell at casseroles. Yeah, for
0: years I would bake for casseroles. I'd bake things on the weekend and have them on Monday. And um, a lot of times I would have muffins on Mondays. and, And I would make bars and I would make cupcakes and cookies. And, you know, I'd like search for recipes, fun things to make to have at casseroles, to sell at casseroles. And so in early 2020, I just sort of turned up the volume on that. And it started out as a way... To fill my time yeah. during this crazy period of time. And it became so much fun that one of my daughters said, you know, Mom, you should also be baking for your apartment building. She said I
1: remember that. Yeah. Yes. So I was
0: like, that's a great idea that I hadn't thought of. Yeah. So during that time, I would think each week about something that I wanted to make. And then I would make a sign and put it up in the mail room and say, this week, I'm making fill-in-the-blank, you know, cookies or blueberry muffins or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you would like to have some delivered to your doorknob on Saturday morning between 9 and 10, text me. And I left my phone number. Yeah. And as the week would go on, my phone would just start whistling and whistling and whistling with the text messages that were coming in. So I had fun with that. I would package up muffins. like. I got bags and rubber stamps with hearts and made cute little notes to people and then on Saturday morning I would walk around and just hang them on the doorknobs and a little while later my Venmo would just go off and people would pay and and it got to the point where certain folks were looking each week to see yeah. to look for the sign to see what I was making so it was a lot of fun so I was doing that and I was baking for casseroles and life was good and then One day, I got this idea, and I asked Betsy, who owns casseroles, would you like it if I made some homemade brownie ice cream sandwiches for the shop? And she said, I'd love that. And it happened to be summertime. She said, okay. So what I did was I made from scratch brownies, and then I would get commercial ice cream. And assemble them into ice cream sandwiches, cut them and put them in little clamshells, and put them out to sell. And they started selling like crazy. From that, from the time I started making the ice cream sandwiches, at that point I never again made a muffin or a cookie or a bar. They just sold like crazy. And And I and I I just put, yeah, I just put all of my focus into that. And then at some point I thought. I bet these would be even more delicious if I found a way to make my own ice cream. So I researched that. I made my own vanilla ice cream. I had the crew at casseroles taste test it. Everybody thought it was delicious. I was like, okay, here we go. So I made the, the vanilla ice cream from scratch, the brownies from scratch. It's wonderful. And then of course, okay, what else can I do with this ice cream? Yeah. What was really important to me to keep the ingredients clean And as pure as possible, the only way to do that is to make it yourself. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. If you, because at first when I was going to make the uh, cookies and cream, I thought, oh, I'll just crush up some Oreos. Take a look at the ingredient list on that. That's definitely not what I want on the ingredient list on what I'm preparing.
1: Is there like a whole bunch of words you can't say out awful. loud? It's, like, it's awful. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: what do you do? You make your own Oreos yeah. and you make your own peanut butter cups from scratch and your own
1: I did not know you are
0: making your own Oreos yeah, for this. Yeah, we make uh, yeah, everything. I should have known that. <laughs> and <laughs> then, um, you know, I thought, well, we need one fruity option at least. So, I just pureed organic strawberries. Folded that in and it made such a nice, fresh strawberry taste. Mm. It didn't it doesn't have the taste of a commercial strawberry ice cream, which has a lot of yeah. syrups and food yeah. coloring and everything. It's just a pale pink. It's very fresh. So we did that and I was like, Oh, I guess I guess I should have a boozy ice cream also. Always yeah. we need a boozy, so boozy ice cream. We you know, yeah. so I I put together a boozy scotch and vanilla bean ice cream, which is mm-hmm. so delicious. We were just kind of off and running and um and a couple of people approached me saying, "You should you should start a business, Kathy. You should start a business." And I, you know, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." 64, 65 yeah, years old. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a great just idea. A and just blew it off. Yeah. But there was one man that would come to casseroles, and he would just like, you know, buy. He would just stack up towers of ice cream sandwiches and buy them. And he was saying, "I really think that you should start a business."
1: He was legit. He was yes. serious. But what
0: what he mm-hmm. said next? was what made me think seriously about this. He says, and if you do, I want to invest in it. And so I thought, wow, if somebody wants to throw money at this, maybe I do have something on my hands. So I said, well, thank you. I just might do that, but I don't want your investment. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. I don't want to feel obligated to anybody, but let me think about it. And he said, you have what's necessary to have a food business, and that's an item that has craveability. He says, and these have so much craveability. He says, now whenever we have a party, he says, I make sure that I have these on hand. He says, because I'm telling everybody about them. So I mentioned it at a Sunday dinner that we had With the family, I have a a large family, as you know.
1: Okay, well, you have five children. I have five children. You have six grandchildren. Six grandchildren. A new one. Very, very,
0: very wealthy and people. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. New little, almost six-month-old grandbaby who's, Mm. yummy. Pretty much owns my heart. I mean, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, They all do your family. I've had the chance to meet many of your family members, mm -hmm. and they are just (laughs) Apollo agrees. Anyway, okay. your family is Good such job, a guys. delight. Like you have such a beautiful relationship, <laughs> and like you're fun, and your grandkids are lovely. Like the whole thing is just amazing.
0: Thank you. I, I could not agree more. Yeah. I, I I marvel at my family all the time. It's the best thing I ever did. Um, and you know, of course, now everybody's adults, and it's so much fun. You know to. To watch them from infancy through childhood, oh, those teen years, and then becoming adults and and watching their lives unfold. Yeah. It's just an amazing gift.
1: Well, so I, I definitely want to talk about your family because this is a family business. It is. Right? Definitely. And so I want to talk about Being a mom and being a grandmother and all of these things. But you shopped the business to your family first. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we were just having a family
0: dinner. And at this point, the dessert that I would serve at most of the Sunday dinners was a new flavor of ice cream sandwich (laughs) that I had just played with. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm going to get honest reviews from the family. If they don't like it, they're going to tell me. Mm -hmm. Other people are going to be polite. Your family's going to tell you straight. So most Sundays, it was a new flavor of ice cream sandwich. And at that time, I was playing around with the brownies as well as the ice cream. I was, you know, adding chocolate chunks or walnuts or whatever. And so as we were having it, I think I just said there's um, a few people that have suggested I start a business with this. And one man even said he wanted to invest. And... My daughter Stephanie said, Mom, if you want to think about starting a business with this, I would love to help you with it. And I said, well, let's think about that, Stephanie. Maybe this is something that we do in 2021. Yeah. And she said, okay. So a few months later, 2021 is here. And I said, are you serious about doing this with me? Because I do not want to do this by myself. Yeah. And she said, yeah, I want to. So I... You know, I went about. I found. Um, you know, I had to get licensing, and
1: there's so many things we're governed to figure by out. the Department
0: of Agriculture. Yeah. I had to find a commercial kitchen for us. Um, there was just a lot. There was just a lot to do before we could actually bake a brownie and and yeah. you know make a batch of ice cream yeah. and, and start selling, and way more, of course, than we had ever realized
1: start as you mean to go on though like i remember you researching this and just being yeah. so insistent on getting it right from the beginning
0: and and not only that but we had no idea what we were doing we had never none of us had ever done anything like this before mm-hmm. we've all had different businesses but completely different none of us had ever had a food business, which is, uh, you know, a beast of its own type.
1: Well, you had a business before. I did. You owned a business and you said, I'm never doing this again. I
0: promised myself I would never own my own business again. And I broke that promise. (laughs) (laughs) But there have been many things in my life that I said I would never do again. And I've, and I have done. Oh girl, talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) And probably many more to come. Right. (laughs) (laughs) A girl can only hope, right? (laughs) 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 <laughs> oh, <I love> you. <laughs> so, yeah, we we all kind of powwowed. Stephanie said that, and, and I was asking, what, what does everybody want to do? Stephanie said she wanted to handle social media and the website. That was a go. And my son-in-law, Jesse, is an artist, and he said, I'd like to do packaging and design, which was a no-brainer because he just, just does such fun Artwork. Well,
1: it's so good. It's
0: isn't it great? It's so good. So we came up yeah. with our little logo, which is a um like a little dream bubble with an ice cream sandwich in it, and then uh, the belly bands that we wrap each mm-hmm. of our ice cream sandwiches in are usually pretty colorful and just eye catching. His artwork has a tendency to be very colorful and slightly cartoonish, slightly psychedelic. So. Yeah. This He just transitioned that right into Daydream, which was perfect for what we were thinking. And um, Megan wanted to be operational, and Elizabeth wanted to take part in the production. And then I had a couple of more kids that were out of state. My daughter Jessica and son-in-law David are up, up in Connecticut, and they wanted to take part. My son was in the Army at that point. He was stationed in upstate New York. And he he wanted to take part, so we would have big calls and any any question or any thought that we had would go out in a huge group text. Everybody played a part in this. This is amazing, and I that, it's family business. Yeah, I wanted, it is I a the
1: family en- business,
0: which is a fantastic thing until yeah, you need to come up with the name for the business, and it needs to be a name that everybody agrees on. How did you even I think we I navigate. think I think we threw out at probably close to a thousand. yeah, maybe that's an exaggeration, but it sure felt like it oh, at least I yes. had lists of names, and we were constantly throwing out names, and it was through text. Mm-hmm. And somebody would throw out a name, and I would just sit there and watch the responses, and it could it would usually be like, "I like it. Yeah, I do kind of like that. And then there would always be that one response. I hate that one. And there it would go. Yeah. And I I just don't even know how many. And then finally, one day, Stephanie texted, how about Daydream? And I was like, I think that's it. You just felt it down in your soul. I just sat there and I Uh watched and every single person responded with, I like it or I love it. I like it. I love it. And I said, I absolutely love it. And it was on um, Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. And Stephanie said, this is our dream. Daydream is our dream on Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. So it was just, it was that. so perfect in so many ways. Yeah. So the name was born, and it was such a relief that we finally found something that, that we all agreed on. Um, but know, it's it, been a fantastic name. It's been, a, it's a, I can't a imagine name. any other name for what we're doing
1: but it makes me think of that. I'm um, going back to Martin Luther King. Remember his quote? Is it only in darkness can we see the stars? Oh, I love that. And think about what you came through. So much darkness. Yes. In order to get to this light mm-hmm. in your life. And yeah, what a gift. Yeah. What a gift. You see that
0: in nature all the time. Mm-hmm. You see it in our emotions. It, it's all connected.
1: It is. Yeah. So you've made it a family business. Yes. What so, is your mission? What is the, the goal of the, you and I have talked about this, but what is the whole goal of Daydream for you? For me
0: personally, it's a gift to my family. Mm-hmm. This is something that I'm thinking that my family will be involved in long after I am. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm pretty much running the show now and have been for the last Mm -hmm. couple of years, but I won't always, you know, at some point I will sort of, um, you know, just sort of wean myself away and and hand different responsibilities over to the kids. So for some, it's, um, a new career Uh for them, for others, it might hopefully God willing be some financial comfort, Mm -hmm them. These are the things that I hope for.
1: Well, let's talk about where daydream is now, because where mm-hmm. we left it was you were creating this idea and yeah. selling it at casseroles. And this man said, you have a business and now you're selling in, in the Southeast, how many States? Seven States. Seven States in the Southeast yes. all across Atlanta. Yes. It kind of blew up in Atlanta. Yes. It has taken us by such surprise, such a
0: happy surprise, nerve wracking at times but um, when we started this, what we thought was this would be a fun little thing to do as a family. We, it would be so much fun to make these treats and sell them to the different markets in Atlanta. What could be more fun? I love to feed people. I love to see people mm-hmm. happy. Here we are. It's perfect. Done. And it'll be fun little Atlanta business. And I remember saying <laughs> to Stephanie... If we can get Daydream into Piedmont Park, I will know that we have made it. I'll True. be ha- I'll be happy. Yeah. I'm done. I'm 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 happy.
1: So for the uninitiated, Piedmont Park is this big, gorgeous, it's kind of like Atlanta's Central Park. It is. And more than one brand has been born out of sales in Piedmont Park. So yeah, this is a big deal.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's one so of my favorite deal. places. It's just it's a wonderful so place to be. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we we got all of our licenses and we became legal and we had our kitchen. So we all got together on the, on the day that the Department of Agriculture um, approved us and and gave us our license. Yeah. Um, we just gathered together and Stephanie put a little blast out. Hey, here we are! And the next morning we met at the kitchen and we got. We got busy, and we were so excited. We were baking. We were making ice cream. We were packaging it. We got it into the first freezer um, to sell. And that night, that freezer had a freezer fail, and everything (laughs) melted. Meanwhile... (laughs) <laughs> Stephanie has has blasted on Instagram and Facebook. Come and buy, come and come and, yes. come and taste. So people were saying, "I'm on my way. I'm going to go get one. I can't wait to try one." What did and you we're do? like and we're saying, "No, don't no, just give it a few more days. We're having a little having a little glitch with the freezers.
1: That's business ownership right there. That's how you know what? it works.
0: That was just the first of many. Yes. It's just yeah, and yeah. and so many times it does come down to the freezers. That's just a, a constant issue yeah. when you're in the ice cream business. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but you know it seems like you have a setback and then you have a win. Yeah. But, and it's just back and forth. It's just stay the course. Yeah. It, well, you've just recently the balance of it
1: all. You've been picked up for distribution nationwide. So, yes, I know that we have listeners out there sort mm-hmm. of all over the country. I see the numbers and thank you. And so it's coming. It it's is coming. coming. It yeah. is coming.
0: We we started distributing throughout the southeast a little over a year ago. Yeah. And that's been fantastic. Just it's really been great. And then also about a year ago we were contacted by a, a nationwide distributor. Yeah. And so we've been in talks and we've been involved with them for the past year. We've we've been at two of their food shows mm-hmm. exhibiting and we've had a really great response. Really, really great response. It's oh, it's, it's, it's,
1: all it's coming. It's been very exciting. Uh, it's been such a gift yeah. to be a part of that. And <laughs> I do though want to talk about before you explode all over the the country. I want to talk about our Wednesday night packing. Oh, it's so much fun. We have to talk about this because yes. what you've created is this team of true believers of folks who come together and create the product and just love on one another and support mm-hmm. one another. And the thing that just blew my mind is some of these folks you got off of advertising on next door. Mm-hmm. Like tell me how you built this team of people and what happens on Wednesday nights.
0: Wednesday night is so much fun and I have to start out by saying that Wednesday night was the most stressful night of the week for me when we first started doing sure. this because we were trying to assemble ice cream sandwiches and they were melting and it, you know we just didn't have our groove down mm-hmm. yet and so and and we would be wrapping sandwiches way into the night to the point where we, we were just exhausted. And I can remember coming home a couple of times thinking, I'm, I'm not going to do this anymore. Yeah. I just can't keep up with this. This is supposed to be fun and this is not fun. But over time, as we have figured out what we're doing and gotten it down to a science, it's, it's like the best night of the week. I wake up on Wednesday mornings and I'm like, oh, it's Wednesday. We all get to get together. This is going to be so much fun. And I know I'm going to spend that night just laughing my head off. But, yes, we have this great group of people. I have a wonderful baker, uh, a woman whose name is Michelle, Mm -hmm. and she bakes our brownies now. And during the summers, her daughter, Odessa, who's a student Mm -hmm. at Tufts University, assists her with baking. And so on Wednesday night, uh, Michelle and Odessa come. My daughter Elizabeth comes sometimes with our brand new baby. and then we have John, who I met through you, yes. Ashley. Who's and John's been on the podcast. so wonderful. Yes. John has his own episodes on Ashley's podcast. <laughs> and um, Gabby, we have Gabby. Well what happened there was I desperately needed some help, so I put a little ad on next door. And I was inundated with responses. It was surprising to me how many people want to spend an evening wrapping ice cream sandwiches. Yes. And one of the responses that really caught my eye was a gentleman wrote and said, I'm retired, and my favorite food group is ice cream. If you would let me help you, it would help me fill my time, and I think that I could help you with your ice cream sandwiches Amazing. and I was like he's hired yeah percent. You know, I don't yeah and that was Steve. Yeah, Steve and um a couple of months ago Steve wasn't feeling well and went to the doctor immediately went to the hospital and he had a mass on his pancreas and he passed away a couple of weeks later and it's it's been a Oh, really tough pill to swallow for all of us. Yeah, because in our Wednesday night wrappings, we be, have become so close. It's such an intimate group that it hits you hard. It hit us really right, hard. You're
1: really you're not just wrapping ice cream. You're sharing life.
0: Oh, it's it's way beyond wrapping ice cream. Yeah, it's a very personal sharing life experience. So what a
1: loss. What we had Steve,
0: but when I put the the next door ad out, we got Steve, and I thought, okay, I think that's good. We're good. And then my niece, Kaylee, texted me the very next day and said, Aunt Kathy, I have a friend from grad school who's just moved to Atlanta. She's a dietitian like Kaylee, and has just started working at Piedmont, and she's looking for something extra to do. And I'm like, well, she's my niece's friend. Of course I need to bring her on. Yeah. So I was like, well, well, have her come on over. She's been incredible. She ended. She ended up putting together our um, nutritional analysis.
1: Yeah. How did for you our even labeling? See that, yes. She was exactly what you needed. Yes. In that moment. And so yeah. much
0: fun. So smart. So much mm-hmm. fun. Young girl, a dietitian, and and then we have somebody really, really special that helps us, and her name is Ashley. And. Uh, okay. <laughs> and she's a brilliant attorney stop, and stop. she has a great <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and, and when she can get away, she comes and helps us.
1: It's, it is it is one of the highlights of the week when I'm not buried under with kids stuff or whatever. Like yes. it, it is. I, I feel like you, like you say you wake up and you're grinning and you're excited because it's Wednesday. Yeah. And this is what you've created. And this is what I think makes the brand so wonderful is because it's infused with... Love and community and family and laughter and beautiful intention and hard moments. Like, yes. that's life all wrapped up in an ice cream sandwich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You
0: pretty much just um, wrapped it up in a nutshell. Yeah. It It is it is all of that. It's It's a lot of hard work. And there are sleepless nights. And there's, sure. you know, huge worries and anxieties and, you know, scary moments. But I have to say that they are outweighed by all of the fun and the excitement and, you know, the personal connections that we've made. And my gosh, Ashley, the messages that we get on Instagram from people that we've never, ever met, you know, that just happened into one of the markets and grabbed one and and somehow take the time to sit down and write us a note about how delicious it was and, you know, how they can't wait to share it with their families and things like that.
1: Well, that, that's the fuel that
0: keeps you going.
1: It does, and it mm-hmm. becomes, I think, those things become part of people's family experiences or family traditions. I mean, that mm-hmm. is what your brand is, and it's so cool. Mm-hmm. Tell me about, we're going to talk about life here in a minute, but let's let's okay. do the business stuff. Tell me about starting a business with a little bit of life behind you. Like, is it worth it? Are you glad you did it? What What would you want people to know?
0: I am. I'm very glad that I did it. And my oldest daughter will ask me from time to time, Mom, are you proud of yourself for this? And I keep saying, no, no, not really. Um, what I am proud of is that I did this at my age. Yeah because my peers are all sort of ramping down. Everybody's starting to take things a little slower and work less and take life a little bit easier. And I'm doing the exact opposite. And I am proud of that. I'm proud to be different at this age. I'm happy that I'm not fitting that, that mold.
1: Now you turn I, the volume up,
0: and and, and wow. I'm hoping that other women and men, you know, my age, will see this and think, well, if she could do it, I bet I could do it too, and and you know, maybe find a little bit of inspiration from yeah. it because just because you reach a certain age doesn't mean it's time to slow down. And for me personally, the way I live, I think is key towards. Having um, healthy, active older years, and that is to stay busy and to remain vibrant. Keep your mind busy. Keep your body moving. Eat well. You know, have your have social relationships with people. To me, that's critical. And I do see a difference between myself and other people my age that that don't do that.
1: There's a huge difference. I
0: think it, it makes mm-hmm. an enormous difference. So I don't ever intend to slow down. I I don't ever intend to retire. I will probably always be doing something. If I'm not working with Daydream, I'll find something else to do. Um, I'll never slow down or stop.
1: I love this. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you know, but it was on my list of things to talk to you about, about You are so vibrant and so alive and such a truth teller and such a friend. And I wanted to kind of, I mean, I need to know your secrets, right? (laughs) I need all the tea because you are so vibrant and so alive and glowing and healthy. And what is your routine? What do you do? How do you eat? I know you eat clean. Mm -hmm. How do you move? I, what what is that like for you? Yeah,
0: you know, I don't really do anything special. I, I don't go to the gym. I don't have a, a fitness routine. I walk a lot, I'm always moving, I'm always active. I don't this is very French. <laughs> I don't sit very, I don't sit very often. <laughs> my body feels happiest when it's when it's moving. Mm-hmm. When I walk, I walk fast. It's just what my yeah. body does. I don't have a beauty routine.
1: Are you serious? No, not you're at all.
0: stunning. No, I don't know. Oh, oh thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I am I'm, I'm not, but true. thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um no, it's I think a lot is is just your outlook on life. Mm-hmm. I do very strongly believe in good nutrition and clean nutrition and avoiding toxins. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably key.
1: What does to- that mean to you, avoiding oh, what is <clears throat> Um, what does it mean to you to avoid toxins? Well,
0: the, the food that you eat, you know, keep in be very aware of what you need to buy that um, organic. Mm-hmm. There are there are certain foods that you really should not be eating unless they are organic. Right. And then there are other foods that it it does not matter. So that that's I think that's very important. I, my belief, and I it's based in nothing but but I do think that probably a lot of disease and a lot of cancers stem from um, the chemicals that we are bringing into our bodies.
1: I'm with you 100%. <clears throat> we,
0: we can't avoid so many of them, yeah. but we can control others. And for me, that's diet and certain beauty products. And
1: Yeah, I was be- going to say clean beauty is yeah. another thing, what you're putting yeah. on your skin. Yeah, like when
0: I say beauty products, I... Yeah. And, you know, a minute ago I said I don't have a beauty routine. I use uh, coconut oil. Yeah. That's what I use on my skin.
1: Really? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's it, just coconut oil.
1: I did that for a time, mm-hmm. and I went through an olive oil phase. That's a good, too. a friend too. mine is Italian, and that's she great. said her grandmother used olive oil. Yeah, just the things in our cabinet yeah. can be so nourishing, yeah. so enriching. Yeah.
0: Of course, I'm telling you about the, um, you know— how I um, try and limit chemicals in my life on the very same day that I had my hair colored.
1: Well, I mean,
0: <laughs> you have to draw the line somewhere.
1: <laughs> we have to have priorities. <laughs> I'm with you on that. I'm, I just I don't mess around with that. We got to keep the blonde going here. The Brunette for you. <laughs> it's true, though. I mean, yeah. it's a balance, and well, it is. really, when I think about your business, I mean. Daydream makes this ice cream sandwich that is decadent, right? But that's okay because it's all about finding the balance.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think that if you have a good, healthy diet, there's plenty of room in that diet and in life to have indulgence. If you feel like having dessert, have your dessert. Let's do it. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. all about moderation. Denial will get you nowhere. Do not deny yourself. If you deny yourself that ice cream sandwich, you know what's gonna happen a couple of hours from now. You <laughs> you're, have three of them. you're gonna like tear through a box of donuts. <laughs> oh gosh. I've
1: never done that. I've, done that. I've never done that. <laughs>
0: That's amazing. But also with Daydream, mm-hmm. there are other things that have been very important to me as well. And, and that has been our packaging. Yeah. I've wanted to keep our packaging as, as simple and biodegradable as possible. As we mentioned earlier, I have six grandchildren that I'll leave this earth behind too. And I I don't want Daydream to have any part in sullying that. So that's been important to me. And we had talked about our crew, our Daydream crew, Mm -hmm. outside of our family. My mission all along has been that the folks that work for Daydream, I would like for our people to look just like the rest of the world. So diversity is very important to me and um, we have that. And I think that's, that's also what makes it so much fun. We have so much fun together.
1: Well, that's the only way that we learn, you know, is Mm -hmm. hearing folks from different backgrounds and different Mm -hmm. voices and different perspectives,
0: ages, races, cultures, religion. We have all of that and it makes it so interesting Every single week when we get together, we have like really sweet, sensitive conversations that are very intimate. And then we have moments where we're laughing our heads off because, you know, somebody's just made fun of somebody else. Mm-hmm. And, um,
1: and, and we've had moments where we cried. We've had a lot of those lately, too. especially with
0: Steve. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: A lot of um, advice exchange. Yes, life sought. advice. Life yeah. advice sought yeah. from a group. I think community I'm finding is so important. And in today's world with all the electronics, community is found on social media with people you've never met before. Right. And frankly, I just think we need Maisie <laughs> wants that connection with you. We need Connection, we need human interaction, we need community. And I think as technology gets bigger and bigger, we're going to have to be very conscious about the communities we're building and the relationships we're creating. I want to say too that you, with this community you've built, you are, I see this, you're such a good friend. And you, Mm -hmm. one of the things I appreciate so much about you is the way you listen and the way you remember things that people have brought up. Hmm. And it's a lesson for me in watching you.
0: It's been a while since I've had eyes looking at me so adoringly. She
1: is all about you. (laughs) She is all about you. But yeah, I say that to say one of the friendships I see you nourish that I really love is your friendships with your children. It's really magical to me to see, and you're an example to me, because my children are a little bit younger Mm -hmm. than you are, a bit younger. And so is there anything that I could learn from you or take away from that?
0: Maybe. Somebody mentioned this to me recently, and I had never really thought of it before, but I've Mm -hmm. thought about the words since then, and, and I think there is something to it. But you already know this. And so it was a friend who said, you know what I love about your family, Kathy? Your kids are all so different and they all, you know, do different things and they're different types of people, but that's okay with you. You um, you embrace each one of them and what they've chosen to do.
1: Yeah.
0: And... You know, I, at first I thought, well, is there any other way? I mean, yeah. you know, they're going to choose who they want to be as an adult. But then when you do stop and think about it, there, there are parents that, that do want, you know, their kids to grow up and be a certain way or have a certain occupation or live a certain life. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been that way. I actually enjoy seeing the choices that they make and watching their lives evolve. And I think that's one of the joys of, of age is being able to watch that happen. And now I look forward to watching that with my grandchildren. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be so much fun.
1: So much So fun. much fun. So much fun. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. When we daydream about what's next for you, I like guess as, as daydream starts to to take off, what do you What do you dream about next?
0: I don't know. I haven't. I haven't thought that much about it. I think because this has just been consuming. Yeah, <laughs> daydream has yeah. just been consuming. I do fantasize about having more time for travel.
1: Yeah,
0: that's something that I Where would. Where you want to go? Uh, everywhere. Yeah, all over the place. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Wanna go everywhere. Can
1: I go with you? Yes.
0: Okay. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> and then at some point I would like to live in two different parts of the country. Mm-hmm. Probably always in Atlanta for, you know, the um, you know, the winter months, and maybe someplace else for the summer months. Yeah. And a lot of that will depend on where all my kids end up landing. I have one out in Colorado right now, one in California, one in Connecticut. And so I might just take it from there and, and pick a place that's, you know, convenient to see part of the family during the summer yeah. months and then here in Atlanta with the rest of the family during the winter months. That sounds fun. It's hard for me to imagine ever leaving Atlanta. I love it here.
1: Yeah, and well, you, know, you have so much of your family is based yeah. here. I just think it's yeah. just a great city. That's a great spot. Yeah. That's a great spot. Yeah. So you and I share this love of... Spiritual things. Yes. We kind of love talking about the woo-woo kind mm-hmm. of stuff, and I, I won't go into that too deeply because I think a lot of that is very personal. But are there any spiritual practices or traditions or things that just have enriched your life that that might be something positive to share?
0: You know, there's no such thing as anything too personal for I me know, to talk about. Help, yeah. <laughs> but you're right, I do. And um in traditional ways and, and perhaps in non-traditional ways. Yeah. I, I do attend church. I go I go to a church here in Atlanta that's that's um it's a it's a traditional church with lots of ceremony, which I love and adore, but it's also very open-minded, open hearted, mm-hmm. which is which I believe in, I believe as a Christian that is true Christianity.
1: Well, and on your time off, you're very often serving people in a soup kitchen. Yeah. Right? Our church
0: yeah. has a food ministry. And, yeah. and so we feed the hungry in Midtown Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And you know what? This ties in with the question that you asked me earlier. That is something that I would like to do more of yeah. in time, is I'd love to be able to spend more time volunteering in the kitchen and yeah. s- serving the the less fortunate. It's it's a very rewarding experience for me. It really um, goes straight to my heart. But yeah, so I do attend church and I believe in a lot of what they teach in church, but not everything. And I also believe, like you, that we have spirit guides and we have angels. Mm-hmm. And those that have come be- and gone before us, like in my case, my parents, my favorite aunt and uncle, a woman who was like a second mother to me, I feel them with me, and I know yeah. I know that they are with me. And I do seek the advice of uh, a medium from time to time, and she hasn't steered me wrong yet. Yeah, and um, I believe it's all connected. I believe that people that have that gift, uh, a psychic ability or a mediumship, receive that gift from God. I agree. Yes. Yeah. To help and serve others. So yes, in fact, you know, that that did go into daydream. I, I, you know, I I talked to my parents and Mm -hmm. said, you know, this is something that I'm thinking about doing. I'd love to have a sign. You know, is this, you know, should I... Pursue this. And I did I did receive a sign mm-hmm. that this would be something to do. And
1: I think that's so true. Like when you start to feel this tug at your heart to pursue something, mm-hmm. ask for a sign and and it yeah. will be given. And talk to those who go before you mm-hmm. and really feel that interconnectedness. I mean, all of us, you know. Yes. I, I seek I that, that kind of, that of guidance way. regularly, and it's been a gift in my life, even though. I have a very strong traditional faith thing going on too. Like yeah. I think we've connected over that. And I just think there's um seeking. It's worth just seeking and asking questions and staying curious. And yeah. the way that information or intuition comes to us, it comes to all of us in different ways. Yes. It resonates with mm-hmm. some of us differently. Yes? Yeah? Yes.
0: I think that we're fortunate to have this knowledge
1: mm-hmm.
0: because it's like it's. I, can't, I I keep using the word gift, but it but it is, it is a it's it's like an extra gift that we have because we believe in it and we have sort of tapped into it mm-hmm. a little bit. So it helps with having direction in life, and also it's very comforting. It's, it's very comforting to know that you know that that these souls are with us and guiding us. And it's also comforting for me and probably you as well to know that someday we will be that, you know, guiding and protecting our children and grandchildren.
1: I guess I've never thought about that piece of it. I haven't thought that far ahead. But like with any gift, it has to be received. I think that gift is available to any and everyone. Mm -hmm. They just have to seek and they just have to receive. Um, so what a gift you are to me that we get to Aww. talk about these things. Truly. You are you set me straight, you listen, you're a truth talker, you're a dreamer, you're creative. You're just I'm blessed to call you my friend.
0: Ashley, I'm the lucky one. You're just so wonderful, and I can't imagine doing this crazy thing that I'm doing without you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Helping and protecting
0: and listening to me.
1: <laughs> you want to do something crazy? Sign me up. Let's go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, and I, I, I'm just so I'm just so thankful that when I had this change in my life and God plopped me down here, that He plopped me right down the hall from you. <laughs>
1: two doors down trust the timing we needed one another we all need one another we
0: do for sure we
1: really do Mm -hmm. well thank you for being here I can't wait to share this thank you so much for having me
0: and thanks for putting up with all my long-winded answers
1: thank you for putting up with Maisie who apparently just loves your energy so much she could not sit still the entire time this Dog
0: business. Oh, she's just the Uh, sweetest thing. Oh, well. She's just a puppy. She's just a puppy. She's just a puppy. She's just a puppy. Lots and lots of energy.
1: Well, we will add to the show notes, but um, share with everybody where they can find you on social media and where they can find Daydream on the website and stay tuned.
0: Yeah, the the website is Daydream Atlanta. one word, Uh daydreamatlanta.com. And from there, there's a stockist page. That lists all of our locations, and um, you can see how you know to follow us on Instagram and yeah. and Facebook, and and sure hope everybody does. It's it's fun to see the community, and I I'm going to sound like a big fat dork here, which I probably am, but whenever I get notification that we have a new follower on yeah. Instagram, I always click on that person and try and get to know who they are. It's 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 kind of fun. It it hasn't gotten old. Or yeah. stale to me. Every single person that joins, I click on them and, and try and learn a little Gee, bit about really? them. I really it's do. It's about
1: the people. Yeah, I really It's about loving it's, on people. It's
0: fascinating
1: to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so great. Mm-hmm. Well, follow along because you guys, this story is just starting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you. All right. We'll talk with you soon. <laughs> thank you so much, Ashley. <laughs> yes, girl. Isn't she just lovely? Okay, here are the takeaways. Number one, any time is a good time for a Kathy. Cheers. The recipe is in the show notes. Go grab it. Number two, nothing was coincidence or just happenstance. It was all part of the divine plan. This is what I was supposed to do at this time in my life. It's all part of the divine plan. I love that. Number three, Kathy says, I marvel at my family all the time. It's the best thing I ever did. So true. Number four, I'm going to get honest reviews from the family. If they don't like it, they're going to tell me. Other people will be polite. Your family will tell you straight. Number five, I promised myself I would never own my own business again. And I broke that promise. But there have been many things in my life that I said I would never do that I have done. And I probably will again. A girl can only hope. (laughs) Okay, number six, everybody played a part in this. It's a family business, which is fantastic until you need to come up with a name for the business. Little side note, naming is so critical. And there's some legal stuff that applies here because remember, side note, I'm a lawyer and I'll talk about that in a spinoff of this podcast that's coming soon, where we talk about building businesses, uh, like the business and law stuff um, that goes on behind the scenes. Number seven, moving from darkness into light. We see it in nature, in our emotions, it's all connected. Number eight, you have a setback and then you have a win. It's just back and forth, it's just the balance of it all. That's business ownership. Number nine, the fuel that keeps you going, the folks that find your product and take the time to find you on Instagram to write a note and share how much they enjoyed it. This is the the stuff. So you heard Kathy, take the time, I mean, just five minutes or less and write a note to a small business owner and let them know how much their product or their service or their presence means to you. It means the world. It really does. Number 10. What I am proud of is that I did this at my age. I am proud to be different at this age. I'm happy that I'm not fitting that mold. And I am hoping that other men and women will see this and think, well, if she could do it, I could do it too. Number 11. Just because you reach a certain age doesn't mean it's time to slow down. I'll never slow down or stop. I don't sit very often. My body feels happiest when it's moving. Number 12, the way I live is key towards having healthy, active, older years, and that is to stay busy and to remain vibrant. Keep your mind busy. Keep your body moving. Eat well. Have social relationships. To me, that's critical. P.S. That's the blue zones. Yeah? It's the Blue Zones. Look it up. It's great stuff. Number 13, I do strongly believe in good nutrition, clean nutrition, and avoiding toxins. I think that's probably key. Be very aware of what you need to buy organic. It's all a balance, though. If you have a good, healthy diet, there's plenty of room in life to have indulgence. If you feel like having dessert, have dessert. Denial will get you nowhere. Number 14, Nourish friendships with your children. Embrace each one of your children and what they've chosen to do, who they want to be. Kathy says, I actually enjoy seeing the choices they make and watching their lives evolve. And I think that's one of the joys of age is being able to watch that happen. And number 15, I love this one. We talk about this all the time, Kathy and I. Look for the signs we can talk to our spirit guides and ancestors. Keep seeking. All right. You remember how Kathy talked about our Wednesday night crew that wraps ice cream sandwiches? It it is really such a gift. She said it's way beyond wrapping ice cream. It's a very personal experience, and this is true. So if just for fun, you'd like to hang out with the Wednesday night crew on the pod sometime, drop me a note. Let's see if I can get them on here for some extra fun. It might take a little convincing. So help me out. Yeah. In the meantime, I hope you have the best week. Hug your family. Thank your friends. Keep moving. Don't stop. Make yourself a Kathy and enjoy this life.